Welcome to Enroute to Success, where we have raw, vulnerable conversations between Fitz DeSanto, Sam Boyer, and many talented individuals, unraveling the truths and principles of people's experiences, methods to grow, and discovering how to live a fulfilling lifestyle. Buckle up, the journey begins now. Welcome back, you guys, for our third episode and segment with Eric Gilnett. It's been such a lovely time here with Eric. Eric, thank you for staying with us. Of course. Thanks for keeping me this long. Do we want to do like a fourth and fifth segment too, or we think it's three is enough? <laughs> I think three is enough. I think we're happy, right, Sam? Yeah. Otherwise, you know, we might have to get uh, Eric's agent involved and that'll be a whole other discussion. So. <laughs> I think um, the next question I have here is, Eric, you're so huge in morals and values. I think that's one of the things that I'm so impressed by you. You know, just like knowing you, it's so impressive that you talk about your morals and values. I love the I love the OnlyFans Instagram that you were joking about. I was laughing so hard when you said that and when you were doing that. But for me, I know that you don't value money as much. And I love when you said, I do not love money to sell any part of my morality for money. And for me, that's just like, it's a wow and aha moment for me. Can you talk to us a little bit more and to our listeners? Yeah. So this might be a really deep answer to a question that's actually kind of a little surface level, but yeah, we, we, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's get those shovels out. So uh, (laughs) I think that we're all on this earth to be happy and have amazing moments. And literally like, like what's the purpose of being on earth? I think it's to be happy. I think it's to be able to have those moments that make you happy to just to be, to connect with other people that are happy and just uh, maybe that's the hippie in me, but I think that if you're not happy in your life, then what are you doing? you know then you're just you're just an autopilot of sadness and that's that's not fun and so my morality is if i can go to sleep at night and put my head on that pillow and have a smile on my face and not have anything that's in my brain that's like oh my god i can't believe i did that or oh i i hate myself for doing that or or whatever that's what i want in my life and that's what i want for anyone is to be able to be able to stand by your decisions and be able to stand by what you do every day and be be happy about it and so my again my morals i'm very strict on my morals which is really tough in an industry that is very it will it will test you very early on you know i'm lucky that i've been able to to be able to stick to who i am throughout this entire process and just be happy and and doing that and sharing that with everyone so i I would say to kind of answer your question it, it goes back to stepping back looking at it from a bigger picture of would I do anything if if I was not able to sleep happily at night um, with that in my mind? And again, I'm not saying that I've never had to make a tough decision where, you know, because sometimes you're going to be put in a rock in a hard place. But if most of this, the decisions you make, you can go to sleep at night and feel happy about, then I'd say you're doing a pretty good job in life. Ooh, staying true through and through pretty much, Boyer. Yeah, no, it's, it's just really cool because I feel like you have, you've probably developed a specific thought process and like a I for me I always talk about like the filter through which I make decisions so having like your morals and values are good but when those situations come up how do you like what's your filter like what do you look at whenever because obviously you know whether something goes against your morals but what about those gray areas that you're like eh, I don't really know like what is what just like genuine thought process what do you think in those moments well, what's funny is I actually try not to think 
I more go based on how I feel. Mm. Um, and that was a very hard thing for me to do to switch my thought process to just being logic, you know, because I have a math brain. So it was always like, if this, then that. That's how I used to think. And so I had to kind of turn that off for a little bit and just actually feel the energy in the room, feel how it feels, feel how I feel about a situation, a decision or whatever, and actually make feeling-based decisions more than thought-based decisions. So especially for the gray areas, if again, if you feel like a little apprehensive about a situation, it's probably a really good sign or a, a decision. It's probably a really good sign that you shouldn't approach that. You shouldn't go that route. With that said, there's whatever decision you do make, you do have to try and stand by that. And I think that that also speaks to to your character, who you are, is if you can stand by your decisions and be proud of the majority of them, then you're doing pretty good. Definitely. No, I like that because we, even the most analytical people, like they have some sort of feeling in that, like, you know, I always talk about in terms of vibes, like you literally have vibrations from the universe that are going to affect the way that you feel in different situations. So if someone gives you a bad vibe or the situation just doesn't feel right, that's like a signal to you to like at least step back and just take a look at what's going on. So it might still be fine. It might be nerves from like excitement that you could be feeling and Hey, like a new opportunity is coming up and this is exciting and I'm nervous because of it. Or it could be, Hey, this is like, this is bad. (laughs) We shouldn't be involved in this. Let's uh, take a step back and go a different direction. So Thank you for for sharing that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like you just said, vibes based decisions. And that's, that's, again, that's something that I've implemented over the last two years. And that's shaped who I am today and where I've gotten to. So uh, yeah, you're on the right path right there. If I, if I couldn't say it better myself. So good. So good. You guys, sorry, I had to use the bathroom, but I'm back. Um, (laughs) Just a few more questions, Eric, you know, one of the questions that we were looking at here, you know, I know you and I talk about it, how you engage yourself with people on social media, Um, leaning into the entrepreneurship side, you know, we only have 24 hours in a day. How do you balance that entrepreneurship? And I know how engage you are with the people outside and in your social media. And that means a lot for sure, because it's actually Eric that they are talking to. So can you talk about a little bit of the balance of the entrepreneurship that you have in running your business? Does that make sense? One thing that I think is very unique is I do so much self-care in my day-to-day that it then makes any time that I'm not doing something for myself extremely valuable. So again, again, because I take a lot of time to make sure that I'm mentally in a good place to make, to, you know, to exercise, to take the time to eat proper nutrition, to get eight hours of sleep as much as I can, you know, like those things, because I take the time to do that, it then makes my opportunities when I am doing things that aren't specifically for me more valuable. It's almost like because I have less time to do them, because I do a lot of stuff for myself, I then value them more. Mm-hmm. And for anyone, for anyone who has ever been in a long distance relationship, you can 100% attest to that. If you've been dating someone who lives, you know, uh, an airplane ride away, and you only get to see them every so often, you know that every second that you spend with that person when you do get to spend with them is such a beautiful moment. It is a moment that you remember it's something that you really value if you weren't in a long distance relationship you know you might take the the times where you just get to watch tv together for granted or you know you get to have a a date night for granted you you might take those things for granted but almost having less time of of something will make it more valuable and that, that fits that goes back to the conversation we had during lunch that time is the most important 
uh, aspect in life. And that's the one thing that you can never get back. So how you choose to use it is your decision. To all our listeners out there, we got really deep in our lunch. <laughs> we don't we don't have normal lunches. <laughs> yeah, it's just great, you know. Um, no, thank you, Eric. That was such an insightful. Sam, do you have any thoughts on that? You just explained so many important things. It's and, and that's actually something that Fitz and I talked about in an episode about time. So I think that what you just said and looking at those little bits of pieces of time, where they're going and then what you're doing during them, it makes you appreciate them so much more. You know, people that know me, I've been meditating and, and spending that time in either breath work or, you know, thoughts for solidly for the past, like almost year and a half, two years now. But before that, I thought that sitting and taking that time to invest in like clearing my mind and experience that gratitude wasn't necessarily worthwhile, but now I can do it in such short increments that it even makes me feel more gratitude or more grateful for situations. So it's so important just to look where that time is going. And and I think you hit on all the, all the areas. It's just cool to see how you balance it as well. I'm happy to hear that, Sam. Yeah. If you, again, cause I kind of had a similar experience where when I, you know, a few years ago, any time that I spent doing for myself, I almost felt like I was wasting time because I wasn't doing something else that was like, you know, for my business or whatever, but it's almost like you become more powerful in the times when you're, you know, after taking care of yourself than you would have otherwise. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with more with what you just said of, I mean, our, our, we could have a, full-on podcast just about time and talking about the the value of it and maybe we will one day (laughs) yeah we want you back you know already at this point um 100 because when you fully show up after getting recharged how do you guys feel right it's completely you're fully present you're there and you feel like a million bucks just like sam said (laughs) yeah it's almost like when someone has uh you know goes on a vacation or you know, has like a relaxing weekend and then they, they show up to work on Monday and they just feel rejuvenated and all that. Well, imagine feeling like that every single day, you know, like uh, you don't have to wait for the weekend to do it. You don't have to wait to go on vacation in four weeks to do it. You can do it every single day if you practice it and you take the time to stretch, meditate. And, and meditation doesn't have to be sitting in, you know, a cross-legged position with ambient music, music playing, you know, like just going, mm, no. You can actually meditate just by the way I meditate sometimes is just by going to the beach, weaving all of my devices and stuff in my car and just walking on the beach and staring out at stuff and letting my mind go to places that it otherwise wouldn't. So uh, there's there's no one way to do this for everyone. Uh, There's uh, definitely a a science of each person is wired differently and and understand that and use that as you approach situations. What's your favorite thing to do to recharge, Eric? I really love exercising, you know, because as much as people would be like, oh, that must be like the hardest part of what you do is exercising and taking care of your body and all that stuff. But I I love exercising. Uh, I love doing yoga uh, at night before I wind down uh, and go to sleep. I always, for guys that are listening, this is okay to do. So don't, don't scare yourself. But guys, I actually light up a few candles and I'll throw on some incense and throw on like, you know, some chill music, like uh, a few of my favorite artists are like, you know, Jason Mraz uh john mayer and cody simpson and uh you know i just have a lot of music that i listen to and i'll throw that on and i'll literally just write i uh and that that's how i will let my mind kind of wind down and just be in a place that's not stressed out and then that's also how i manage you know my social media interaction is i try and take that time to just focus on me and not focus on anything else before we wind down i know sam is holding a a question um (laughs) I'll, i'll leave it up to you sam 
<laughs> Am I allowed to ask my my closing question or yeah. is this a pre-closing <laughs> question? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess just more in terms of of helping helping people. And there's going to be listeners that are on the similar path or want to be on the similar path that you've gone. And there will be people that, you know, are just more like continuous listeners that are probably interested in your story and um, success in general. So for the first group of listeners that might be on a similar path or, you know, taking a, a similar route to you, what tips or advice would you want to share with them more directly that you feel could help them on a journey like yourself? Yeah, I would, I would start with learning who you are and learning how to love yourself, learning how to be happy with yourself first, because before you're going to be happy doing anything, before you're going to be happy in a relationship with anyone else, before you're going to be happy in, in any other situation that involves other people or, or whatever, you have to truly love who you are. For any one of those people, I, I mean, for anyone who's listening, I would recommend doing this, but I would, I would walk over in front of the mirror stare at yourself, really, really take that time to see what you look like, you know, look at your hair and how it sits, look at your eyes, look at your lips, look at, look at, just look at yourself and find something that you love about yourself on the exterior. And you can visible, you can vocally say like, Oh my God, I love my smile or I love my hair. Like that, I, that's such a weird thing to do to some people to actually point out things that they love about themselves as opposed to pointing about things that we want to fix about ourselves. Mm. You know, so many, so many people, especially in Los Angeles, no offense, LA, but <laughs> especially in Los Angeles are always trying to fix something, you know, they get in plastic surgery on X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, focus on the damn thing that makes you unique. Focus on the thing that makes you happy. Focus on the thing that you love about yourself and say it. And if the more that you do that every day, I swear to God, if you did that for two weeks, I've, I've never written this or tested this theory, but if you did that every single day for two weeks straight, I would say after those two weeks, you're going to love so much more about your exterior, which will allow you to love your interior as well. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, it's so true. Like as you focus on more positive things, you draw more of that into your life because it's what you're looking for. So that that's a that's a great tip. I think it also directly helps people that are wanting to go a similar route. And then just based off of your experience in, in life and maybe maybe just transitions in general, because you've made a couple major transitions now, what what words of wisdom or advice would you give to people who are just kind of maybe in that, uh, I don't really know, phase and maybe looking for what their their happiness could look like on a journey or what a different path could look like? What What advice would you give for them? Uh, for those people, number one, you can do the thing that I just said to do of, of staring at yourself in the mirror. But number number two, uh, I would definitely recommend seeking discomfort. I, I did a podcast with uh, Dr. Edwin Adams. That's the Aesthetics of Leadership podcast. And his brand tag is Disrupt Comfort. It's so funny. I brought this up on his podcast without knowing that. And I was literally like, yeah, you should seek uncomfortable situations because that's where you learn and grow the most. Like if you, if you go through your day to day, you go to your nine to five job and you always go home after and you eat dinner and you're just in autopilot, but you never actually get outside of your, your comfort zone. You're not going to learn about who you are, what makes you happy, what things you love in life, what places you might like in life. So it's like force yourself to get into a place that you, that's going to cause you to grow, which in my experience has been seeking some level of discomfort in different parts of your life. Now, I'm not saying go to, you know, go sit in Compton, you know, and, 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 and try and be uncomfortable and scared. 
Um, you know, uh, but th- there's a there's a level of, of maturity and, and emotional intelligence that you'll gain from being in an uncomfortable situation. No, so true. And such good advice for two different segments of people's journeys. So thank you, Eric. And Fitz, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, no, before we close out, Eric, as, as, as we close out here, go ahead and let our listeners know where they could contact you and what's the best way to reach you. Yeah, so there's a... There's a billion ways. So hopefully one of these works <laughs> for everyone that's that's listening. On Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook, my tag is at ET Fitness Coach. You can also go to www.etfitnesscoach.com. Um, I have my fitness coaching available there. I have uh, a booking website for modeling. I have an agency. I have a few agencies that I work with that are listed on all of my profiles that you can find me at. Uh, if you go to my Instagram and you hit the email button, that is contact.ericgilmet at gmail.com. You'll be able to send me an email. I highly recommend if you are actually trying to work on something specific or you have like a business related thing to hit the email button to contact me. Because if you shoot me a direct message, there's a high chance that I might not see it. Um, and that's, that's just because I get so many and it's hard to filter through them all. So I apologize. I try and answer as many as I can, but I am the one and only person that is handling my social media. So when you talk to me, you're talking to me, uh, outside of that, uh, you can, you can book me on cameo. Cameo is a really fun way that I've found to connect with fans and followers. And, and I love that aspect. Uh, additionally, I'll give a little bit of insight. So I never give secrets on what projects I'm working on because I have so many and a lot of them I just, I just can't talk about, but there is one project that has to do with the television and it has to do with me talking to people on that television. So that is all I will say. So stay tuned, follow me, and you'll be able to know exactly what I'm talking about in a few months, hopefully. How exciting. Before we close out, Sam, do you have any other thoughts? And I w- First thing I would say is, is definitely follow Eric. I mean, I've been, I've been watching some of his content and it's, it's really awesome. It's positive and you can probably learn some, some uh, tricks of the trade in a, in a couple different ways, but but no, I can, uh, if I'm allowed to fits, I can share with everyone where, <laughs> where they can find us. Hey, this is both our podcast. I was sorry. If I, <laughs> anyway, I, know, I, I feel it feels wrong to not let you introduce me bringing up the places that people can find us. So because uh, I've always done it. Well, before we get to that, Eric, I wanted to make sure to tell you, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. You are such a vibrant light, Eric. I mean, I just love how you show up to the world. You just bring so much joy. Even to me, I feel so much better, right? So you are date with so many people and thank you so much for coming to the podcast. And it's been such a delight having you here to, to us and to our listeners. Of course, Fitz and th- Sam, thank you so much for, for having me on. You guys are both uh, beautiful people. And uh, if I can wish anything for everyone who's listening and for both of you too, uh, I wish you perfect happiness. And that is bliss. I want you to be perfectly happy in everything you do. So that's my final closing statement. And with Sam, you can tell everyone where to, where to find this. Wait, we're always ending it with things that we're grateful for. Hello, Boyer, come on. <laughs> What are you grateful for today, Sam? What am I grateful for today? Uh, honestly, it's it's hard not to choose like for me like technology or social media so often because that's the whole reason we're able to like do what we're doing. And you know, for me, I, I've learned about you, Eric, through social media and just what Fitz has shared with me for the you know the past segment of time before today. So I'm gonna just go with the ability to continue to connect even throughout all the craziness that we've had in the last you know year or so and 
um, really the, the positive sides of, of social media. How about you, Eric? I am grateful for humans who actually just want to help other humans. I think that that's a rare thing these days. And um, a lot of people who are close in my life actually have that as kind of their, their MO. And, uh, and I love that. So humans who, who just care, that, that's a beautiful thing. That's so good. For me, I'm grateful for the openness of human, of helping others. That was my main baseline. So we've, I'm so aligned with you there. And you're here. You're helping us. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. And Sam, go ahead. All yours. Contact <laughs> information. <laughs> I've gotten permission. So <laughs> for, uh, for direct contact, you guys can email us at alohafitsam at gmail.com or en route to success 365 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest. And then individually, another good way to get a hold of us is on LinkedIn at Fitz DeSanto or at Sam Boyer. Sounds like, like a real DJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you, Eric, for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys have a good one and we'll see you guys soon. Take care.